All right, Jason, welcome to another Animal Facts. Oh, right off the bat, Alex? Yes, right off the bat. And, it, <laughs> and hopefully today's Animal Facts will p- kind of play into what we're going to talk uh, a little bit about today. But, you know, we haven't done one of these in a while, and there's probably some new listeners out there. And just for those of you who are new to the show, Jason knows nothing about animals. So we, we thought, actually, Jess, Jason's wife, and I came up with this idea of doing Animal Facts for Jason so we could teach him and he could learn more things about uh, the wonderful creation that God has given us. So, are you ready to glorify God by yeah, studying okay. animals? Yeah. And now it's time for Animal Facts for Jason, the part of the show where Jason learns something about animals. <laughs> Alright, here we go. So, we are doing something a little very interesting because it's very personal, uh, especially to what happened to me this weekend. Uh, we are going to be looking at Yellow jackets, Ooh. an insect, an insect is more specifically a wasp, which today I learned that there are 30,000 different species of wasps. Okay, that, that was, I was going to ask that because I see all kinds of different, yeah, they're like, all, they come bees in all colors. Yeah. So no, well, bees and wasps are different and I'll tell you why. One, the one way they're different is they're stingers. Yeah, I noticed that. So a bee sting, what will happen is a bee can only sting you once. Okay. Because when they after they sting and they release the venom, their the stinger detaches from their thorax and it kind of takes some of their innards out and they they fly away and die. Okay. Is that like a small like a honeybee or something like those ones that land on flowers? Yeah, the, any type of bee like bumblebees, honeybees, africanized bees. Because there's the those big bees. giant giant ones. Those are the those bumblebees. My house. Those are the bumblebees. Those are big. Dude, I have the side note. I have some bees at my house. Dude, that are so big that live in my shed that, like, I won't even go outside and I can see oh, them. Do they live in your shed? They're they live probably, in the wood. They're a carpenter bee, then. Okay. These things, like, I can, I like, I walk up next to the shed and I can hear them digging in the walls and stuff. And, like, I've sprayed them. They keep coming back. I don't know. Well, you don't want to spray but, them because there's a bee epidemic. I don't know if you heard. No. The bee, their bees are dying off in record numbers and they don't know why. All I'm saying is I, I can see this thing. It's not good. I can see this bee blink at me from my house. <laughs> it's that big. It's terrifying. Bzz, I'm watching you, oh, Jason. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. Anyway, but we're not talking about bees. We're talking about wasps. Okay. So one of the ways they're different is they're, they're stingers. Uh, one, also, wasps, which is what yellow jackets are, don't produce honey. They don't produce honey at all. They're, okay. they're predators. They, they like to eat meat. They'll... They they'll eat use, meat? Yeah, they'll eat. They'll use their stingers to kill other insects and eat them, paralyze them and eat them. I actually watched this really gross video where like, this wasp, it, it wasn't a yellow jacket, it was a bigger wasp, took this, uh, got a cricket and stung it, but it did, It doesn't kill it, it just paralyzes it, so it's alive still, and then it like puts it in its little, like the egg-like cell that's in the wasp's nest and like basically just waits for the babies to hatch and then the babies like eat the gra- like eat the cricket alive. That's disgusting, dude. Why are you why are you watching I'm, that? I, because it's interesting to me. That's anyway, gross. so that's another that's another thing that's different about them is the way they produce their nests. So like a bee's nest is basically made up of different cells of bees wax. Okay. So that's all produced by the bees where on the other hand, a wasp nest is usually made out of paper or they make oh, ground okay. hives. So yeah. if you see something that's paper, it's not a bee, it's a wasp nest. So what they do is they they chew on trees, like they chew on bark or something or other with that's made of wood. And with the saliva in their mouth, they chew it up into like a wood pulp and they sculpt it into like a nest. That's so scary. Yeah, it's like I can't do that. 
Like, you ever light one of those bad boys on fire? We used to have to do that at my parents' house. I, I had one about the size of a volleyball hanging in my shed when we first moved oh in. Oh, my gosh. And then Oliver, a couple of years ago, he got popped. Some 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 wasps are in the ground, you said? Yeah. So he got he got hit hard by some wasps. They, they flew up they his shirt and nasty. got them multiple times. So... On top of that, there's most like any insects, they have three, they have four stages. They have the egg stage, they have the larva stage, they have the pupa stage, and then they have the adult stage. So you're born, you're, you're a queen bee will lay an egg, and then that egg will hatch until a larva stage. And then you, once you, once, once it's, uh, once it's hatched into the larva stage, it eats and eats until it's ready to form into the pupa stage where it kind of makes itself a little cocoon inside of its egg cell. Or in one of the cells in the in the nest, and then it, a couple of days later, it pops out to be a certain type of bee. Now, or excuse me, wasp. Yeah, you keep you see. I this keep, is why I don't know animal facts. It is hard. It's but first of all, it's not an animal, and second of all, it is you an keep animal. Going it is back. an animal. It's an insect. It's an insect. It's an animal. That's it's not a, an it's animal. It's in the kingdom of a man. It's in the animal kingdom. Oh, whatever. It is, Jason. So once you to me, there's a huge difference once, between once, animals and insects. No, there's not a difference. They're the same. It's in the same kingdom. The same like dogs and bears. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so you have there's three basic jobs a wasp can do, and this goes for bees as well. They can either be a queen wasp or bee. So queen wasp, and that's basically all what queen wasps do is they produce the babies and they also create new colonies because a wasp queen is the only wasp that will survive through the winter. That's She's the only creepy. one. So all the bees that she has the following year, they will all eventually die once the cold weather comes. Can you imagine how depressing that would be? It is depressing. Not I'm going to give life and then watch it all die, and I'll do it again next or year. Or even more depressing is if you're a drone slash male bee, you basically have sex with the queen. That's your only gig, and then it's you fly off and that. die. I don't know if that's necessarily a bad thing. <laughs> <laughs> Go out with a bang, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Now, the third type of bee is the worker bee, which is also known as the female, which is weird because they don't necessarily have reproductive organs, but they are, they're considered females okay. for some reason. Bees but, or wasps are the or, same. Sorry, wasps. Okay, yeah. But that goes for both. Okay. So the wasps, the, the worker wasps, their only job is to scavenge for food and also defend the hive. So one of the things that's really interesting about a, not only that a, that a wasp stinger is different than a bee stinger is a wasp sting stinger is more like a saber type shape and it doesn't have a barb on it well it does have a small barb on it like a, a bee sting has a stinger has a barb on it that's why it sticks in your skin okay. that's why you have to make sure you get the stinger out otherwise it just keeps pumping venom in Ugh. but the reason why it's set up like that is because they a wasp will be able to sting repeatedly multiple times because they have such a saber like stinger oh man and it's, just like in revelation <laughs> just constantly stinging <laughs> oh. anyway oh. on top of that at the peak of summer so like let's say you left a hive alone like you didn't discover it okay at the peak of summer which is when the hive is at its busiest it can contain up to five thousand holy crap wasps Dang. and at the same time this is i've never seen them have like more than like so wasp like the papery nest? Yeah. So it seems like they have, like I don't know, maybe five, six, you know? 
Yeah, that's that's to start with. Maybe they're just trying to get 5, started. Five thousand. Five thousand. They can get that big, and then also this Holy is something cow. really weird. So they are able to release this pheromone. Like if so, if like one of them senses that there's like oh danger is coming to the hive, they can release this scent into the air, and that tells all the other wasps in the nest like oh let's get ready we got to defend the hive. Yeah, I knew that from cartoons. <laughs> <laughs> but isn't that insane? They just like. I mean, all you do is you fart, and it's like, uh-oh. <laughs> you fart. That's the only pheromone I release. You <laughs> fart, and then... Anyway, I'm getting off the topic. Yeah, but you... <laughs> so imagine, Jason, that you're that you're a bee. Yeah. That you're... No, excuse me. You're a wasp. Yeah, quit doing that, Alex. You're a wasp. And you're... You know, you decide to... You, you decide you and your wasp buddies decide yeah. to create a nest inside a child's playset. Yeah. And then... What happens after that is you're just chilling. I mean, the the kids don't play with the playset anymore. That's why you've chosen yeah. it because it doesn't get disturbed very much. And then some idiot comes along and says, "You know what? I'm going to buy that playset off that nice family." <laughs> and they he walks up to the playset, the the human. Let's just say the human's me yeah. in this situation, <laughs> trying to figure out how to get it apart so he can fit it in his truck. And you open that bad boy up. And just a bunch of wasps come come out of there just ticked <laughs> off because all you wanted to do was get a playset to bring home for your daughter to play in. And Jason, it sounds like I'm speaking about this from experience. And I am. Because that's exactly what happened to me this weekend. And that's why I wanted to do an animal fact about yellow jackets because yellow jackets are son of, sons of guns. And what happened was I, you know, I opened up this playset as I was taking it apart. And it turned Hold out. On, take off your glasses. Oh, you want me to? T- you want to take a picture? Yeah, this is for Instagram. <laughs> like in 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 time recording, he's taking an Instagram photo. Yeah, there you go. Because you look freaking ridiculous. <laughs> so what what happened you look like was two different people. Two face. I get stung in the face by one of these yellow jackets only once, and I get stung right in my eyelid. It's like he, he could have picked anywhere. He went right for the eyes. He was going for the kill. Actually, it's it's a she because it's a it's a worker bee, not a he. Yeah, the the drone. That's bees. what you forget for not being a feminist, Alex. <laughs> it's come full circle now. We have so many listeners who are like, all yeah. the females are just mad at me and they just want to sting me. You so, brought this on yourself. I know. So just to tell you guys a little bit about my weekend, my weekend was not fun. Uh, Actually, I got stung Saturday afternoon, so I'll tell I'll tell it this way. I got stung Saturday afternoon. I immediately drove home. I didn't even pick up the playset because I'm like, I ain't messing with that crap. I don't want to get stung again. And the rest of the day went pretty normal. My yeah. eye my eye hurt a little bit, but like there wasn't really any swelling or anything. And I'm not allergic to bees, so I wasn't worried about going into anaphylactic shock or anything. Big, uh, big word, big word. There. Yeah, epipens. Yeah, I don't, I don't need I don't need them per se. Anyway, so. Saturday night, my wife comes home from she's shooting a wedding for a photography business. She's like, "How's your eyes a little swollen?" It's like, "Oh yeah, that probably just happens." And then Sunday morning, <laughs> I wake up and my eye is completely swollen shut. It looked like Jabba the Hutt, dude. It, you sent me it looked that picture. Like, looked like from Rocky, dude. It did, yeah. I sent a picture to Ernesto with the caption, "Cut me, Mick." <laughs> 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 he laughed. <laughs> And uh, 
but like I was playing lead guitar at church that morning. So yeah. I was like, I, I well, I got to go to church. I got responsibilities. <laughs> I show up at the church and everybody's like, looking like a, a what's wrong with your face? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I got stung by a yellow jacket. It's fine. Um, I, I just took some Benadryl. I'm good. We have a nurse that works at our, or that helps out at our church. And he looks at my face and he goes, oh my goodness, you need to go to the ER right now. I'm like, why? Am I, I don't hurt or anything. He's like, that's some of the worst orbital swelling I've ever seen. That's <laughs> bad. You need, to go to the ho- you need to go to the hospital. So I go I to mean, the hospital. It's Monday night now. I just took that picture of you and it's still swollen. Like but, it's come down at, a lot. But at least man. I can see. Before I, and so like the whole rest of the night, I just like laid on the couch and watched Sopranos with an <laughs> ice pack over my eye. I can't believe how puffy it still is. It, yeah, it's, they gave me a steroid shot and I don't think it did anything. Yeah. Anyway, so let's. So one of the things about yellow jackets that I'm starting to realize is kind of getting annoying is, you know, they just are. They just show up when you don't want them to, and it's it's just not very fun. The other thing that I'm seeing a lot more of lately, and I don't know if you've seen this too, is a lot of the kind of anti-America talk. Yeah. That I'm seeing on social media, and America, America. But I kind of wanted to kind of dive in and kind of talk about what's going on in the culture with that and see, like, I guess where we land on that and if there's, like, a solution or anything to that. You know what I mean, Jason? Uh, probably not. Yeah, there's probably not. There's probably not, <laughs> there's probably not a lot two, two bearded men can do in Flint, Michigan yeah. to help with the with that situation but anyway guys it's you know fourth of july it's fourth of july you know a lot of you are stuck in traffic in michigan anyway so so. why not record a pot why not listen to a podcast on how america is america becoming anti-american less great again i don't know (laughs) anyway this is not your pastor's anti-america episode i guess Alex, yeah, I bring to you a prophecy. Yeah, what is it? We you know, if it doesn't come true, I get to stone you, right? Recording on a Monday, okay. stone you will, <laughs> if you must, but you will not because this prophecy is true. Okay, we're recording this on a Monday, but I can foresee the future. It is five thirty one p.m. on Friday. And I am stuck in traffic. (laughs) (laughs) I wasn't sure where you were going. (laughs) On I-75, I haven't quite passed Bridgeport. (laughs) Do you ever go up north on on the holiday date and get stuck? I try not to. Okay. For people who um, don't live... In Michigan. On the central eastern side of Michigan, there's really only truly one expressway north. And that's yeah. I seventy five. Isn't it weird? Like we have this, like we're going up north. Like that's a common, that's common phraseology for us Michiganders. Oh yeah, definitely we're going up north. Where do you consider up north at? Uh, anywhere north of Flint. North of Flint, really? <laughs> I going up say... north. I would say anything two hours north of Flint is considered up north land. Okay. Uh, yeah, I would. Con- there's a point where you pass Upper Peninsula is way up north. Where you pass Bay City. And like Standish. Yeah. And you can just feel nature just changes. Yes, it does. It's like, we're up north now. The traffic has died out because 
nobody's coming this far north, surely. <laughs> Except we're not going to cross the bridge to the UP. That doesn't even count. That's just part of Canada. <laughs> That's a joke. We love you, UP. Marquette, I will visit Paradise. you someday. Munising, I've been oh, to you. Munising, the yep. pictured rocks. Sault Ste. Marie, been to you too. Those locks, those are getting old. Probably have to update those. North of the bridge and just south of heaven. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Escanaba in the moonlight, son. Great movie, dude. So good. But, yeah, dude, the traffic here on the eastern side of the state, I-75 heading north is a nightmare. It makes me almost not want to go up north. And then guess what? You catch it on the way back. You catch it down. on the way back. We take back roads. I take M15 all the way up through Bay City and then whatever it turns into M13 Standish and I saw a meme the other day and it was like every tra- traffic jam is started by one jerk off or something like that. <laughs> oh dude, that's the most frustrating part because there are no accidents. Yep. I mean rarely. It's construction. It's the tra- the traffic stopped for no reason. I don't get it. It just rubber bands. I don't understand how it it defies all the laws of physics. It does. It makes zero sense. It's just part of this great American nation. But you're, again, you you brought it up. You're participating in a great American tradition. Yeah. That you have the 4th of July coming up. And with, like, in a week, in a week's time, Jason, we will be celebrating the day that the United States declared independence from Great Britain. Yeah. And how will you be celebrating that? By being stuck in traffic and shooting up north, Chinese fireworks. That's right. (laughs) That's right. (sighs) Fireworks. Do you have any? Do you have any good like childhood stories about fireworks? Dude. Okay. So when I was a kid, my dad's family is from Kentucky. Kentucky. I mean, Western Kentucky. True bluegrass, man. You Mm -hmm. get driving down the highways, and they call the bluegrass state. You see some bluegrass. I was Mm -hmm. just down there. A couple of months ago, I went to Nashville for my brother-in-law's wedding. Yeah. We drove through Kentucky and visited some family, but we'd go down there for the 4th of July every year. And day of 4th of July, my dad, we would, uh, well, maybe it wasn't the day of, but we would drive to Indiana to buy fireworks because you couldn't buy them in Kentucky. Mm-hmm. And we would load up on bottle rockets. Do you ever feel like cool, like you were like a smuggler? Because like that's how we felt. Because we'd we'd go down to Ohio to buy fireworks and then smuggle them back up to Michigan. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And you're just like, oh man, I hope we don't get pulled over. Yeah, you hide them in the trunk, like <laughs> yeah, under like under a bunch of blankets, like yep. under all the luggage. <laughs> <laughs> so we would get these bottle Cops rockets. Be cool, be cool. We would spend all day building little guns or just little holders out of PVC pipe. And we would have a bottle rocket war. Nice. And my dad and I would be on one team and we shoot bottle rockets at my brother and sister. And we weren't like, <laughs> we were young. I had to be like nine, ten years old. Oh my gosh. And this one time my brother shot this uh, screaming whistler <laughs> or something. I don't even know what it was. I was wearing my AYSO soccer jersey, 100% polyester. And this bottle rocket hit me square in the Ooh. chest. And my jersey caught on fire, <laughs> and it burned this huge like hole. I had to finish out the season with this huge hole in my soccer jersey. Like, right, create some good airflow. Makes you more aerodynamic. Oh, yeah. I ran ten percent faster <laughs> after that. I promise. It's going to be a new trend after this episode drops. Kids are just burning holes. Yeah, in their I soccer score five jerseys. goals a game. Everybody's burning holes in their jersey. Oh, my goodness, I remember it, it was after the it was after the the point in time when I thought. 
toys were actually alive from and that was you know from toy, <laughs> toy story, story. <laughs> that i started what i used to do with fireworks is i used to uh, strap them like little green army men to a bunch of bottle rockets and did see you if blow I can up shoot all them. your toys i blew up some of them i blew up the ones that i didn't want oh anymore gosh. i still have the ones that i'm going to pass down to my children eight is gonna get a whole box of gi joes did you paint blood on them <sighs> my brother ruined uh, all of our gi joes with a red sharpie painting blood on the gi joes i'm just gonna say that my good buddy Luke and I, we definitely did that. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> well, it's better than me. All my toys are buried in the flower bed. <laughs> All my Ninja Turtles. <laughs> Why? Uh, time capsules. Oh, nice. Yep. Moving on. Moving on. <laughs> oh, that's going to be cute, though. <laughs> no, they all got rototilled up because it was a flower bed. <laughs> it was a, like a mass grave of Ninja Turtle and <laughs> foot soldier. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's what we used to do with them. We used to just blow up toys and stuff and like melt army men and oh my it was gosh. fun or what we would do is we would take those bottle rockets and we would f- we would face them down towards my parents pond and we would shoot them off the deck and we it would be like watching a torpedo and then all of a sudden you'd see like in the water just a no at least you're torturing toys and not animals yeah no we didn't get that far <laughs> i mean we lived in metamora if, you, if we saw a raccoon or a possum it was like get the guns we're not even oh gonna my. use the fireworks for these boys hey <laughs> 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 There's like a little part of Kentucky in Metamora, Michigan, I guess. Uh, yeah, well, Burton for sure. That's Bur- why we, Tucky. we call it Burtucky for Absolutely. a reason. But again, Jason, we wanted to kind of do a, a celebratory episode yeah. of, of Not Your Pastor's Podcast because Jason and I, we, again, we would both side, this is where Jason and I agree with. We agree that the fact that Jesus is Lord, Jesus is King, and his kingdom and our citizenship in that kingdom is way better than the citizenship that we have here down in the United States of America. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, Jason and I still have this sort of level of patriotism that we ascribe to. Yeah. And, and Jason, you and I were kind of talking a little bit uh, before we started recording. Like there's the idea of patriotism and the idea of nationalism. Yeah. And I want to make a distinction between the two. <laughs> nationalism. Because, yeah, when I think of nationalism, I think of the National Socialist Party, which is the the Nazi party. Yeah, you get all Nazi on it. Yeah, but so let's make the distinction because I feel like we live in a polarizing time and I want to make the distinction. I want to say that people are more on the patriotism side. And I'm not saying that. No, it's just the way our culture is. You have to speak in definitions. Ha- is the word, The words almost don't mean anything anymore. It's what you what the definition means. Yes. And the definition changes all the time. So we have to define so things. So patriotism, and, th- and this is the way Jason and I define it. For a us. For us, is the fact that we feel very blessed and feel very, uh, I guess, yeah, we feel blessed to live in this nation. We respect uh, our armed what our armed forces do for us. There is no place that we probably would rather live. And we enjoy, we enjoy the oh, freedoms. Can I say this yeah. real quick Yeah, on Netflix? Yeah. There is a seven plus hour video in Norway. They mounted a camera to the dash of a train uh-huh. and it's just the train going on its journey for seven hours. My kids loved it, dude. We are an hour and a half into this thing. Why? What does that have to do with patriotism? The scenery. I, I'm just saying other countries. The scenery is so oh, okay. beautiful in Norway. Like, I want to go to Norway now. I want to take a trip to Norway. Yeah, but would you want to live in Norway? I might. It was that beautiful. 
But anyway, so okay. again, another distinguishing part of patriotism is even though Jason and I, we are loyal, we support this country, mm-hmm. we do not look down on other countries. No. There's other countries out there that add value to the earth, that are that have good people in them, that have good leadership in them. I think that's where nationalism comes comes along and says, no, we're the United States or any any person in any other country can be nationalistic. But it says our country is the best and all these other countries are just peons compared yeah. to us. And I'm not there. No, me neither. Not at all. So, like, I may not agree with some of the stances that Canada takes, but I don't necessarily... They brought us hockey. I will not allow Maple you to talk evil the, about them. But at the same time, I may not agree with some of their the things that they do, but that's their country. That's their business. So let them do it. Where I'm over here in America and I'm like, I have my freedoms. I have, I know my history mm-hmm. and I'm, I don't want to say I'm proud because I know pride, proud pride to be an American. But when you get into, when you get into talking about pride, especially as a Christian, it pride is never brought up as being, you're still singing the song. Pride is never like a good, good virtue to have. Yeah. I mean, that's partially why we're in the mess that we're in in this Genesis 3 oh, world is because of pride. Oh, don't be going back to Genesis and freaking <laughs> Ken Ham and answers in Genesis, Alex. Don't start. That's where they are, Jason. Happy episode. Happy. He's Australian, so he doesn't know. <laughs> <laughs> but he enjoys many of the freedoms that we Americans mm. all share. But so Jason and I wanted to just kind of celebrate the fact that we are patriots. We do, you know, love this country, feel blessed to live in this country. And we figured, you know, while you're driving up I-75 to head up north or mm-hmm. wherever you are at listening in this uh, this great world of podcasting that we just kind of wanted to celebrate America and the fact that this was the day that we celebrate uh, the U.S. declaring its independence from Britain. Have you ever read the Declaration of Independence, Jason? I, you know what? You told me we were working on this episode today, so I started. Yeah. yeah. Did you Did you like it? I'm two lines in, but it's, it's all good. I know that it doesn't say Declaration of Independence anywhere on it. Yeah. Because what is the actual term? I have it right here. It's Fun the, fact. It's the uh, Anonymous Declaration of the 13 United States Colonies. Yeah. That's the official title. Signed by Herbie Hancock. Herbie <laughs> Hancock. <laughs> so there's... Uh, We've been talking a lot about off air about Tommy Boy. I feel like. Oh my gosh! Yeah, just real quick. Side side note. Sidebar. I have a Callahan Auto Parts T-shirt that says Sandusky, Ohio, and I wore it half the day Saturday. Mm-hmm. I wore it to AutoZone. Nice. <laughs> I wore it to get my oil changed in the van. Nice, dude. And nobody got the reference. Oh my god. Nobody. It makes that makes me so mad. I thought Tommy somebody, Boy is in my somebody. top ten favorite movies of all time. Yeah, mine too. Like I could almost start to finish quote the whole entire thing. We make car parts for the American working man because that's who we are and that's who we, we care, care about. about. Speaking of America. I just dude Come on down to Zelensky, the, the Auto Parts, parts King. king. <laughs> oh goodness gracious. I just remember Rob because Rob Lowe's in that. Yeah. And remember they were they has the they're testing the, the cushions on the seats and he gets <laughs> those weights get dropped on his nards. Oh he just called them nards. What are third grade? Well it makes me think of that other movie Monster Squad. He's like, oh, werewolves got nards. <laughs> <laughs> Way off topic now. Way off topic. But, man, you see it more and more in our culture today. People, like, it's, like, and I get it. I get it from all sides, too. It's almost not popular to be 
patriotic patriotic like people are kind of afraid like there's a lot of tension there maybe it's from the past election yeah like people uh, like if you say you're if you say you're patriotic you, you people might assume that you're a nationalist and yeah they might they might assume like oh the patriotic he's wants to build the wall he's probably gonna lay brick himself no and if i did lay brick let's be honest It'd be Lego bricks. <laughs> it would. You've seen that meme, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's fantastic. Trump with the, the Lego brick wall. <laughs> was he like president business building a... No, it was like... A, That's what it, it should be. It was like a, you know, you know, uh, photoshopped him. And it was like the, the set was just called The Wall and he was building it. <laughs> <laughs> the Wall. <laughs> That's, I don't think I have seen that. That's funny. I've seen others, but... Yeah, it's it's pretty hilarious. Troll level 100 for sure. Yeah, so I would say especially... I don't know, Alex, like... And maybe it's just the circle I've surrounded myself, my echo chamber on Facebook or whatnot. Mm-hmm. Like, we go to a church that has never had an American flag hanging up. So I've heard our pastor say that, that that can become an idol, and I kind of agree with him. Yes, absolutely. And you know what? When I first started coming there, I didn't think two thoughts about it. I no, didn't. I didn't did notice I. that one wasn't there. I, I know. I didn't I'm, notice it until he said something about it. Yeah, and I was like, oh, okay. And I, didn't, I noticed in my Moving super on. conservative church where we'd have our Fox News sermons, as I called them, all the time, mm-hmm. that it was less about Jesus and more about America, and. I mean, some brutal sermons. I mean, his. I remember um, the minister telling me one time, my most popular sermon series is my anti-Muslim ones. Twelve weeks, dude. No gospel for 12 weeks. It was all fear of Muslims. And that was about the point where, where we left. It was right around. And we left for a myriad of reasons, but that was just kind of icing on the cake for me. And so... I mean, it was let me, brutal. Let me pause you there for brutal. a second. Okay, yeah, pause. So, pause. Instead of preaching Jesus for 12 weeks, you preach anti-Muslim. And again, I'm not I'm not in agreement with everything Muslims do. I mean, we, I think we we have different religions. You I know think what? we worship the same God. But at the same time, it's like there is more power in the gospel than, and we've talked about this before all the way back in episode one, there's more power in the gospel than you just sputtering off apologetics. Dude, it was so bad. It was like these sermons were, you better get out there and evangelize, not because people are going to go to hell, but because the Muslims are going to take over. Like, it was that bad. It was so bad. And that was the scary part of nationalism. So I would say maybe since the election... Because Trump is such a polarizing figure with a polarizing message of make America great again, which is, you know, I don't like Trump. We've said that mm-hmm. a million times on here. People probably, if you listen to our podcast. Not you, my favorite president, but at the same time, I don't, I don't, necess- I don't think I hate the guy. I think, I think he's brilliant. Honestly, I didn't vote for him. I don't like him. I don't like a lot of what he stands for. Um, but that slogan's fantastic. And you can take it to mean any number of different things. Mm -hmm. It's so ambiguous, but yet so clear. It's weird. It's it's extremely weird. It's almost too perfect. Maybe even help from the demonic. No, I'm just (laughs) I'm just playing. (laughs) Sure, where you were going with that? Uh, But 
I've seen this awakening in the church, and we've talked about it on our show before. We had guys on like Keith Giles, like yeah. crucifying our politics to pledge allegiance to the Lamb, getting rid of that idol of um, nationalism, our political power. And uh, you can go back and listen to this episode 18, I think. Yeah. Um, but I've kind of seen sort of like this this awakening in the church. Some of it I like. I believe in separation of church and state wholeheartedly. Some of it I don't like because it almost comes across as being anti-American. That's why we set out to define right off the bat our difference between being patriot, patriotism and nationalism. Yeah. Like when people start, um, and I understand their arguments. Trust me, I've, I've read so many of the blog articles that are out there. Like I, I understand where people are coming from who are anti-war, who are anti-guns. I've never shot a gun. I'm also anti-war. It pushes a line when they become disrespectful to um, veterans. Yeah. It really does for me. Like I know they would say like the whole army and program is, is to prey upon people who grew up in communities like you and I did, Alex, mm-hmm. where we grew up in Metamora and Montrose. We were out in the country. And you know what? I feel like every other week the Marine recruiter was there. And I was yeah. like, I just wanted to go up to the table and get free stuff. And then there was a party that was like, yeah, that GI Bill is not looking pretty good. Yeah, it's enticing. And we, we make all these statements like we're a war-hungry nation. And that I'm not discounting that. We probably are. But like, so, and I, so for me. Yeah. Like, I grew up, my dad is in the armed forces, and I remember watching, and this is kind of like, I'm kind of going red rum a little bit. What raised us right and what raised us wrong? Yeah, but, so I watched, one of my favorite movies is Top Gun, and when Goose dies, that scene hit me really hard, because it kind of came about this realization, because every war movie that I've ever seen at that point... Like, it was, like, all Rambo and, like, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Like, they were the guys that were going in. They were taking out all the bad guys, and they came out, like, without a scratch. But that was one of the first movies that I saw where this really beloved character didn't make it home that night. And that's when it got kind of real for me when I finally realized as as a young kid, like, every time my dad goes off on a deployment. Your dad might not come back. My dad might not come back. Yeah. And I mean, my dad's not in a non-combatant situation, but I mean, accidents happen, and he's told me stories because he's he was in Afghanistan and Iraq. He was in Turkey during nine eleven, and when yeah. I, when I hear that talk and that disrespect towards our soldiers, like there's a part of me that's like, all right, like let, let put up your dukes, almost. I'm like, I don't, yeah. I can't handle that. Yeah, and I, and I agree with you too. I, I shared with you my uh, my uncle, thirty plus years, Vietnam, He's Desert Storm, Iraqi lifer. freedom. I mean, I was at his house a few months ago, down in Kentucky, and the medals is just unbelievable. Mm. Um, and he shared with me some stories from Vietnam, dude. I hope so much that we can get him on our podcast at some point. Yeah, of how he saw God move. And interact with them like that's awesome. Oh, dude, it's like his story is so phenomenal. He asked God for comfort, and God showed up. Mm. 
in this amazing way in the middle of the night in Vietnam. Like, and his, his recollection of it is, and he didn't share it for so long. He just now started to open up and share it, uh, publicly. Um, you think one of your cousins could hook us up and get us that Skype interview? I think I can get us that Skype interview since he's my uncle. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, you said you said earlier that you weren't sure if like... I don't think he... Yeah. No. His kids are older. He's pretty old. Oh, okay. Yeah, um, I guess so, the Vietnam era. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know if they know how to work Skype or not. But we could... We'll figure something out. I'm just, I'm just saying, like, it's just rude and disrespectful to talk negatively about our veterans whether you agree or disagree with what they did yeah you know a lot of them they were just obeying orders like don't take that out on them you they, mean you they may still not agree served their yeah. time and served our country for what they thought was noble at the time whether you disagree or agree with that i mean it's pretty safe to say, Jason, that we we live in a very secure state right now in our in our country. Yeah. I mean, with despite all the terrorist attacks that have happened, they've been happening more and more outside of the country because there's been certain measures that the United States has taken as far as security, and that's part of that security is from our armed forces. Yeah. And you know, yeah, I can go to a Red Wings game and I still feel relatively safe. Right. And so when I feel so bad, I like I feel like this angst in my soul when somebody starts bashing, bashing the U.S. When it's like, do you not realize the U.S. is the reason the arm, the people that we have protecting us and protecting our borders and protecting our freedoms? Like they're the reason why you even have the right to stand up and criticize. Yeah. So before you do that think a little bit before you just go out and just bash and hate on America. And I'm not I'm not telling anybody not to do that. Yeah. Like you have you have your first amendment right to speak speak your mind and speak your opinion, but at the same time realize where that that freedom came from. Yeah, and it's not like we're completely blind either. Like we no. know our history has some extremely black eyes. Yes. Like I mean, Indians. <laughs> I could just say the word and we all know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Like we have some terrible moments in history, for sure. And there are people not 10 miles north of us, Alex, mm -hmm. who live in Beecher. And parts of that look like a third world country. Yeah, We still have a lot to work on as a country. And I think that's... I think One nation under God, whether you think that should be in there or not, for liberty and justice for all. You know, that's... Our, our pledge of allegiance and we've got a long way to go but we've also come a long way we have come a long so way like we've got one a of the longer way to go you know what i'm saying one of the things that i think is really interesting is when when certain people talk about this experiment of we the people and when the first when we first set out as a nation like you think about it women didn't have the right to vote yeah. and we and slavery was still a well accepted institution in the united states both of those have been corrected thus far and I think it's I think I think we need to look at how we have made strives to become more of that we the people nation and realizing yeah we're not there yet and I don't know if we'll ever get to that point but at the same time I think what the 4th of July is is celebrating how far we've come as a nation and the fact that we said that you know a little over 200 years ago these group this group of men decided to I mean actually committed an act of treason against the king 
of England and say, we think that we should be able to govern ourselves. And therefore, since that, since that moment in time, it has birthed probably, probably the, one of the greatest, one of the most wealthy, one of the most luxurious nations of our time, of all history. Take this time, take this weekend to think about it, to think about where we are as a nation and how far we've come along. And to also know that that we're still part of this we the people experiment and that there's people out there that have differing opinions. And this kind of goes back to our episode that we've had before about agreeing to disagree. There's going to be people out there that you disagree with, but the fact that we're a, we're a group of people where we have the freedom to express ideas and opinions without being persecuted over them is, is something that many nations don't have to this day. So let's not abuse that and let's use that in order to make a better America. So I think we're coming to the conclusion here, Alex, yeah. that we love our nation. Yeah. I'm going to watch. We're going to celebrate I'm going to watch Saving Private Ryan, and then I'm going to watch The Patriot, and then I'm going to watch the whole Band of Brothers HBO miniseries. I'm going to watch The Miracle on Ice. Dude. <laughs> if you could just take patriotism and hockey and mold them to, and they did with the 1980 U.S. Olympic hockey Miracle team. Miracle on Ice. Let's not confuse our love for this nation and our childhood, even if we're looking at it through rose-colored glasses and it's very middle-class, one-sided, white. In those red, white, like, and blue shorts. <laughs> up Ivan Drago. Oh, my gosh. Like, Alex, we're pretty hashtag blessed. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, Definitely. In, in our given situation. Like, there's a lot for us to be happy for it. But let's not make an idol out of it. Either. Let's not neglect social injustice. We live in Flint, Michigan. A lot of our city doesn't have clean water to drink. Like we know there's still plenty of work. To, we don't have to look very hard or very far. Yep. It's literally miles away. Like There's still work to be done. But that doesn't mean we can't celebrate. That doesn't mean we can't be proud of what's happened so far whether you see it as a big victories or small victories. Uh-oh, you're laughing at me. So there's a scene in The Simpsons. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm listening. And it's the last day of school. And all the kids are obviously, the bell rings and all the kids run yeah. out of the school building. And the teacher runs after the kids and says, wait, you kids want to hear about how World War II ended? And they all like look attentively at the teacher and he just goes, we won. And then all the kids like, <laughs> all the kids are like, yeah, USA, USA. USA. <laughs> it was so funny. <laughs> and with that, next week, no episode. Uh, Jason and I are going to take some time to just relax and hang out with our families. And then also next week, though, on 4th of July. So you're going to be hearing this on Friday. 
4th of July is on a Tuesday, you're going to be hearing a special reading of the Declaration of Independence. And so please stay tuned for that because it's going to be something you're not going to want to miss. So, Jason, yeah. um, you're you're going up north this weekend. Mm-hmm. And I want to give you a piece of advice. And it's going to be my prayer for you for the whole weekend. Okay. And that prayer, that piece of advice that I want this wisdom to sink deep into your mind. Sink into me wisdom. Deeper. Always keep your stick on the ice. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you.